Look over your shoulder. Are you happy with what happened this year and last year as a cumulative total? Uh, and if you are not, then is it safe to assume that next year is just going to be another another year, another go around with no real change in outcome? How old are you going to be before you start to experience life like you want it? I want to tell you right now, whether you like it or not, there is a better way to do business. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Business for Builders podcast. My name is Max. Welcome to you if you've joined us in uh, YouTube land. Uh, great to have you with us today, hopefully wanting uh, to add some more value to you and your general contract to construction business. Before I do, just a quick housekeep. Uh, look, you know, share and like and comment and, you know, send me an email. Um, but yeah, subscribe, all that sort of good stuff. If you know someone who, you know, who would enjoy this kind of content and it could benefit them, be sure to give it a share. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate you chiming in and, and taking a listen or having a watch. So uh, you can also reach me on email, max at businessforbuilders.ca. Uh, one question at a time if you've got it, and I will uh, promptly re reply as best I can. So let's get cracking. All right, we want to today, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, obviously we do one of these a week. And so I want to make sure that I don't just sort of, you know, bore you to tears in 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever, whatever time we have together. But I really want there to be always a, a you know, gold nugget takeaway or something that really does uh, impact your business or you personally, or both, um, you know, really, you know, instantly, not so much you'll get instant change in your business. But I, I, I think we can bring about an instant uh, mindset change or adjustment or a paradigm shift. And I think a lot of the time we do bottleneck our own businesses. We tend to sort of see the world in a certain way and we really don't modify that until we get a prompt. And, and sometimes you can, you know, people are either running away from something or they're running to something. Uh, in some cases you might be doing both, I'm not sure. But <clears throat> sometimes what it takes is, you know, obviously when you, you know, I'm not a big fan of the gym, but there might, might be a bunch of folks that are, and, you know, when they start seeing success and they start seeing some weight loss or some muscle definition or whatever, that actually motivates you to keep on going. Um, but in some cases, you know, if you're a bit like me and you're, you're 250 pounds and you're like, boy, I could drop, you know, 20 or 30 would be great. You might get tired of the way you look. And so you're sort of motivated. So you're one, running away from that. You're motivating yourself from something that appears negative, but is actually going to produce a, a positive outcome. So, you know, what we're talking about is paradigms, we're talking about mental mindsets, we're talking about, hey, really have a good look at, you know, a deep dive into your own attitudes towards certain aspects within the business. Um, and I think business failure sometime really, uh, sometimes can really be determined by lack of self-awareness by the business owner. So, you know, always make sure, you know, if you've got a healthy ego, that you've got humility in equal measures, because that really does affect your ability to objectively look at your position. Um, and certainly, you know, you become like the people you hang around. So when you're talking to other people, and you've got several people maybe who are uh, alluding to the same maybe sort of fault that's within your personality or your business operation or whatever the case may be, uh, please, please, please pay attention to that. Investigate that. Knowledge is not hard to carry around and then go and sort of ascertain whether or not there is some things that you could change or adjust to make your life and your business better. So um, our, our purpose here at Smith & Sons is to uh, help general contractors succeed. So uh, a lot of what we do, a lot of the motivation around you know, why I do this podcast is, you know, really for the greater con contractor community. And so, you know, really what I want to do is take a little bit of a deep dive into some of the processes or the process and some of the factors that make up that process when it comes to us thinking about, okay, that's cute, help general contractors succeed. It almost seems too simple. 
Um, but where we get a little bit more complicated is where we dive below the surface and we start to understand the, the you know, the layout or the schematic. Uh, and a lot of that's got to do, you know, with, uh, you know, I think there's, there's mathematics to it, but there's, there's certainly that, you know, that, that psychology side of it as well. And so we want to make sure that we do tick a lot of the boxes. We don't want to just give you a bunch of checklists and then there's, you know, your mindset is below the line thinking because that's not going to work. We give you the right race car, but you're not driving it to its, its ultimate performance and you're actually hindering the performance of that motor vehicle. So, um, look, our process is pretty, is pretty straightforward. We want to attract good general contractors. We want to revive good general contractors. We want to equip good general contractors. Uh, we want to send out good general contractors and we want to support general contractors. They're the five principles that, you know, that I have built this business around um, and I'm going to elaborate on each of those points because, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to transfer it away from what I do and why I focus on those things with my Smith & Sons general contractors. And I'm going to kind of just put a different spin on it so it can really help you understand, well, okay, um, they are actually applicable not to just Max's process when it comes to, uh, you know, talking to general contractors about joining forces with his brand, but it actually can help you as an individual in your, you know, your business development and personal development process as well. So back to number one. So we want to attract. So, you know, I think for you guys outside of the Smith & Sons organization, for you, this is really where you want to be. Because the, the reason that when we put stuff out there in the way of marketing to general contractors, what we're looking for or who we're looking for is those that are in the looking zone. And so this is where you want to be. You know, we talked, it's, it's easier to give birth than it is to raise the dead. I can't go to somebody if they're dead in their thought process and they don't think there's anything wrong with their business or their business systems and try and revive their thought process. I can't do that. What I've got to do is actually look for those that are looking. Uh, what, what I need to do is move a lot of dirt to find the gold, the, the, the folks that are actually looking for an opportunity that actually go, you know, there's got to be a better way. This is the thing. And a lot of the time, the reason when I talk to guys and gals in that zone, it's they realize that there's a lot of stuff they don't know. They, they, they know how much they don't know. And that's always a good place because you're like, okay, I've done everything that I can do to make this work. I'm ready to tap out and go work at Home Depot, um, but I actually don't want to because I really do love the industry. I just want to get better. And I think <clears throat> two parts to mastery, and I probably put this down in a few TikTok comments or responses to comments, is is that you know um, you've really got to have you've got to have a big dream, but you've got to be prepared to put the work in as well. And so those those two parts is really you know what determines whether or not you're going to be a long term success or whether you're going to be a flash in the pan. I had one guy on the weekend accused. He's in the he's in the building game. Um, it looks like he was a one man band, but he was accusing us Smith and Sons guys of being fly by nighters. And I'm not sure how um, you know 14 years, 100 plus general contractors in three countries is a fly by nighter. Not 100 percent sure how he diagnoses uh, or gives us that kind of brand. But this is what I'm saying. People don't know what they don't know. He's just out there flapping his gums, and he has no clue. And his business would suck. I bet you he's a one-man band. It's just like, but he's got time to go and try and bully me around on social media. So, you know, it's the attitude that I'm looking for. There's some guys that when I'm talking to them, they just want to tell me how much they know. They don't actually come with their cap in hand with a high level of humility than ego and say, look, Max, I really have been doing this 10 years and I am stuck and I don't know if I could go another 10 years. I think I'm going to get out of the industry. I know I'm going to hate doing that, but I might not have a choice. And so, you know, I think you've got to, you know, I, I think your your relationship, you know, we talked to a lot of our guys about mastery 
And those two things that you need to master this business um, is you've got to have a really great relationship with pain because I'm telling you, and, and really I think we're going to call this episode Higher the Levels, Bigger the Devils. And I want you to think about that because, you know, the more I do this business, the more I've just got to be able to have a good relationship with pain and I've, I've got to also have uh, this undying desire to learn more. And, and so, you know, I've got, to, I've got to make sure that I'm innovating. I've got to make sure that I'm improving the systems. I've got to make sure that, you know, I'm always acting in the best interest of the brand and all of the stakeholders that are attached to the business. And so do you. And so this is where, you know, I think this episode is going to really dive down into some, some principles that are perhaps not talked about. We're not talking about estimating checklists or payment schedule calculators or anything like that, although they do enhance your experience and your operation and create, uh, you know, uh, expeditious uh, behavior within your business, which clients love and, and the business loves. But these are more sort of personal principles that if you go away and you're, you're, you're jotting these down, if you're able to take notes, I would urge you to maybe watch the episode or listen to the episode over and over. And hopefully you'll, you'll start to really uncover some things about yourself uh, that can really assist you or support you in your, your own development process. So that's what we do. We look to attract really good talent. And I've said this before too, when you're talking to um, you know, prospective people that or team members, you want to make sure that you're a good talent scout, that you are attracting really good talent into the business uh, and that you're also developing a good culture, and that's sort of something else. You know, that's business development that we talk about. Um, so, it, you know, we want to make sure you're in the looking zone. The, th- the second thing I want to do there when I'm talking to general contractors, both pre or prior to joining forces, and also especially once they get in, is we want to really uh, revive the general contractors because if I'm talking to them and they're in the looking zone because they're so beat down uh, about what's happening to them in their business and in their in their town. Uh, and what's happened to them in their history, they do need some reviving. I mean, they, they, they might need some attitude adjustments. They might need some, you know, help in understanding what's, you know, where, the, where they've come from and now where they can go. They might need some hope. Um, you know, there's nothing better than having uh, somebody in your corner that's kind of patting you on the back going, look, hang in there. You got this. You're good enough. You can do this. And so, you know, it's a time when we have general contractors come to us and they're in those early stages. And I talk to them about, we've got to reevaluate, we've got to refocus, we've got to reset. And so that, that, that evolution of reviving general contractors is trying to get them out of the headspace that they're currently in and into a more of an optimistic, like, yeah, okay, the world is my oyster. The reason that I am where I am today is because of the sum total of decisions that I've made in the past. And that is nobody else's fault, and this is part of it. If you want to start casting blame, then you're going to stay stuck, okay? So you need to be making sure that you understand that even though it's painful to accept the responsibility of your lack of success, that then gives you the right to the solution to create uh, something in front of you that is so much more grandiose than what you've maybe experienced or achieved thus far. Um, it really is a good time for these builders, for your, for yourself, to really take stock. <clears throat> and I'm not talking about, you know, a physical stock take <clears throat> of materials and equipment and things like that. I'm talking about a personal stock take. Uh, and, and I think that doesn't happen in five minutes. It's not going to happen in one episode. <clears throat> it's something that's really got to be assessed and uh, evaluated and really, you know, dove deep into to make sure that you understand yourself. And I think that's where, where if you have a high level of security in who you are, you know who you are, you know your strengths, your weaknesses, you know everything about you, um, you know you know you're not a perfect creature, understand that people's criticisms 
uh, kind of part of life that nobody knows you as, as good as you, but you have to be true to yourself as well. I think running around pleasing other people because that's what they said you need to do is, is just a, uh, you know, is, is, is a fair pathway to, to failure if that's what you want or discontent. Uh, and, you know, it, it's just really something you've got to get your hands on and, and adjust uh, because I think it'll stop you growing. We, you know, I think everything around what I'm going to talk about today is about bottlenecking your own business. I think <clears throat> if you have these um, these moments where you can actually figure out uh, where you sit, then you can make these adjustments internally, and I think your business will be better off because of it. And then all of this is designed around. I mean, I won't say that people have got a big business are happy, but I will say that if you're a business owner and you've got the business you want and you control a business, the business doesn't control you, then I would say that you're going to be a happy operator. It's got nothing to do with your revenue targets or your achievements revenue-wise. It's got everything to do with how you feel when you wake up. And if it's a, if it's a, sl- if it's a slog to get out of bed and to go and do what you got to do, then you need to start thinking about what changes you need to make and you need to make them pretty quickly. So that's all about the reviving aspect of you know what we do as far as our process is concerned. Uh, point number three, equip. Um, so this is a time where we're kidding up, where we're systemizing and where we're strategizing. Um, and something, you know, like I've said on comments on TikTok, you know, dream big, start small and systemize the shit out of everything. Um, this is really about setting up shop. Now, you might have been in the game 20 years right now, my friend, but you you really haven't given a lot of thought. You've just kind of meandered your way through. And I've talked about this before where you've had a, you've got a business now by default, not a business by design. And of course, then the outcome of that is something that you never wanted because you never designed the end result. So you get what is given to you. Um, and so, you know, I think that it, if, if you can have that honest conversation with yourself and you can really say, well, look, yeah, I didn't do anything. I didn't sit down. I didn't think about any of these factors. And more often than not, it's because you didn't know what to do. And so you just did your best with what you had. I need, to, I need you to understand right now that that's okay and it's ridiculously common. Okay, so if you want to change your future, you've really got to start thinking about what you've done in the past, assess it, look at what's worked, use that, go around again, get rid of the things that weren't effective, that really didn't produce a result, and then start to think about your end result that you want to achieve in 12 months, two years, five years, and start re-engineering the process to help you uh, reach your goals. So, and when I say equip, I'm not talking about buying another nail gun and another compressor. What I'm talking about is looking at business systems predominantly. Um, You know, what software am I going to use for estimating, quoting, invoicing, etc.? What am I going to use for accounting? Um, anything else? What CRMs am I going to use? Am I going to start marketing? Am I going to use the likes of a MailChimp to do, you know, let's say newsletters for want of a better term or to keep correspondence going with past customer inquiries that haven't gone to a deal? <clears throat> so there's a lot of things that we need to be able to set up to ensure. And of course, tools give you leverage. Leverage gives you lifestyle. I've talked about that before. So, you know, I think that we've got to think about what is the lifestyle that we want, how are we going to give ourselves leverage, and let's look into those tools. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't, you, you don't nail it. I've had, I think I've, you know, had a MailChimp subscription maybe for two years, and we've ne- never really, uh, really doubled down on that and used it. Um, but right now, we are, we are about to switch that thing on. And so, you know, it's just, there's an evolution in your business. And this is the other thing I say a lot of too. In the process, you need to be patient. You're not going to run out after one episode or, or listen to it twice or read a book and then all of a sudden you can implement change and your life is better in two weeks. It doesn't happen that way. <clears throat> and so 
you know, what you've got to do is focus on what you can do today, what's in your hands, and then really execute that and equip your setup so that it's better for your business and it's better for you. So after uh, after equipping, what we want to do now is we want to move into point number four, which is we are going to send it. So this is where it comes down to doing. Uh, we're talking about, you know, really doing everything that we're talking about. We're talking about commitment. We're talking about perseverance. And really, it's a point where we've got to go. So again, it's not about we've got to go from zero to a million miles an hour. What we need to do is just implement one change in the next month. And I think what we need to do is just like, you know, how do you need an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time. And so, you know, I think that that is super important mentally because it can be overwhelming. I mean, for you, for, for me to come into this country, um, you know, seven years ago and then start talking about the idea of launching a franchise brand, uh, even though it had, you know, 10 years of success overseas, it didn't make it any less daunting because I had never had CEO on my business card. I'd never led a business like this. I'd never sold a franchise. You know, I'd sold a bunch of retail, sure. But <clears throat> there's a lot of business systems and things that surround it. So really making the commitment to go and to and to take the jump and take the leap that really is again it's 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 like you've done the work you know but all along these processes it's all about equipping yourself uh you know personally you got to make sure that your emotions are under control and that you uh, are prepared for whatever comes you have done enough planning to understand that <clears throat> this is where I want to be and adjusting on the fly is is definitely a part of the process um, the final point there, point number five, <clears throat> is all about support. And I think there's a lot of, you know, camaraderie in our business. Uh, you know, it's like any family. It doesn't, we, we don't get on well all the time. I mean, I raced on the weekend and, um, you know, there was a guy who didn't really take a liking to the way that, you know, I was racing. And I'm, I'm a hard racer. And, uh, yeah, he come to my pit, pit bay and he give me what for and I got back up in his face um, and yet, you know, five minutes later, we both agreed that we're hothead racers and life is good and we're drinking beer at the end of the day. So, you know, I, it, that's, I get that at home. I get that with my kids. I get that with the go-kart club. Um, and I get that at work. It's just, and I get that with my franchisees. It's the same thing. So that, that kind of challenge is, is not a bad thing. Um, but I'm telling you, the upside is that camaraderie, when it comes down to it, that's a super big benefit. So if you're not in a Smith & Sons group, like, you know, our franchise general contractors, then you need to find something like whether it's a chamber of commerce, whether it's a business network international in your area, uh, whether it's a group of general contractors in your town that might, to you know, look, I would really love to just gut this whole thing about, you know, I don't want to share. And I, I understand where you're coming from because you're individual businesses and it's a little bit harder to do. But, you know, you just need to hang around winners and you need to, uh, you cannot afford to be an island, um, you know. And so as, as much as there is that emotional support that I think there is, there is some great uh, upside in our business for that, um, we also talk about maintaining and upgrading. So there's, there's certainly systems that we are always looking to improve uh, and, you know, that we implement from the get-go. And then there's, like, we've been on a constant development process especially with our marketing and lead gen because every franchise general contractor we put in there, the demand grows. Their, their demand from us increases. And so we've really got to double down and, and really become absolute assassins when it comes to our messaging and our marketing and our lead gen and, and all the different platforms and familiarizing ourselves with the changes and things like that. So, you know, improving is just a way of life, you know, for us at head office. And, you know, we, we sometimes we're on it. Sometimes we're running behind the eight ball. Um, sometimes we get new initiatives right. Other times they're just absolute flops. It doesn't work. 
And so the thing is we never take that personally. And so here's what you do. Um, and this is why I think, you know, I think within supporting our general contractors, that is our goal. But then in head office here, we've also got to support each other in that, you know, there's no real finger pointing going on. We just, we take it for what it is. I like to take all the responsibility for any cock-ups that happen because that's the easiest way. And then we just get on to finding out what's a better way of doing it and life is good and nobody feels, you know, you know, beat up because they might have taken a misstep here, there or whatever. And so, you know, I think really to round up these five things. So just in summary, um, you know, we, we want to attract, you know, you've got to be in a position where you're in the looking zone. So I'm going to modify the list a little bit. Uh, you need to be in a position where you're in the looking zone. In other words, you're, you're seeking out change. You're like, Max, I need to do something different. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean you want to talk to me about, you know, joining forces with Smithies. Uh, it may be. But it certainly means you've got to, you're just going, look, I can't keep doing it the same way and go around another year. We are coming into the end of another year. Look over your shoulder. Are you happy with what happened this year and last year as a cumulative total? Uh, and if you are not, then is it safe to assume that next year is just going to be another, another year, another go around with no real change in outcome? Think about that. So you've got to be in the looking zone. We talk about reviving, you know, when we bring in or we have uh, general contractors that want to, you know, get close, up close and personal to the opportunity and they're really thinking seriously about getting on board. Um, they're doing a stock take. They're reevaluating. They're refocusing. They're resetting. They're positioning them themselves really mentally and physically to embark on a new opportunity or a new journey. Uh, third one there is we equip. So we want to, we, we know what tools that they need. We know what logistics need to be put in place and we surround them with that uh, equipment so they can go and, and, and really, so we set their shop up in such a way they can actually do business more efficiently and more effectively. Uh, the fourth one there is we send them. They've got to go. At some point, they've got to take a leap. They can sit in here training for four days. Doesn't mean shit until they hit the ground running because, you know, any ideas that you have isn't worth shit until you start to execute in the real world. And so you've got to go. You know, you've, you've just got to, you've got, to, you've got to get stuck into it because I know after bringing through, you know, over half a dozen general contractors into the Smith & Sons group, uh, there's a lot more learning that takes place in the field in the six to 12 months after they leave the training room. Um, and so there's just such a big download of information. So um, you've got to go. And then the final thing there is the support. You've got to always be improving. You've got to find your own support network. Um, you know, spouse and spice, if there's a really good positive vibe going on in your house right now, I think that's super important. You've got to have your ducks lined up at home um, because that really does help. If you haven't got that lined up, that's going to make building a business a challenge. And I would suggest you go back home and figure out how you're going to resolve that before you go into any more business expansion. Um, because it's going to be terribly difficult to sort of split your emotion and, and, and give everyone who needs your, 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 you know, your support and your attention at work when things aren't lined up at home. But you've got to have yourself a good support network. Like I said, Chamber of Commerce might be good for you. B&Is might be good. Uh, industry association meetings are normally good. You know, we're part of the Canadian Home Builders Association here in BC. So that's a really good one to be a part of. And um, then you've just got to understand that, that risk is a big part of the game. Um, you cannot steal second base with your foot on first. Okay, it just doesn't happen. You got to, you got to, you got to forget everything that was on first base if you want. Now, if you're happy sitting on first base for the rest of your life, then this a lot of this may or may not, uh, you know, apply to you and your situation. Um, but but certainly, I, I I know guys that want to go and build business out of their comfort zone. It just doesn't work. I mean, every day of my life is outside my comfort zone. It does it does wear on you. There's no question. And this is why you've got to love the game and you've got to understand that resistance or lifting weight builds muscle mass. That's just how it is. And so you know, risk is part of that 
you know, that weight that's on you because you're always thinking about your milestones and your benchmarks and your KPIs and how your business want you want your business to grow and then all of a sudden you know you might take a hit and your business falls back a bit and you go into a bit of a crater now you've got to really dig deep anybody can be a peacetime general uh, it really takes some chops to be a wartime general uh, and it's not easy i can assure you of that um, and the other thing is i think just to round up uh, micro failure is an important part of your personal and your business development process micro failure what you need to do is, fall, is to fail forward. Because I think in our failures, a lot of the revelation that can come is like you get a really good understanding of what you tried. And if you assess it, honestly, you can actually pick up some really good strong tips as to what you did wrong. Um, but I'm talking micro fail. If there's a macro failure because of maybe, you know, ego or whatever, and you've maintained your overhead position for half a year and you haven't actually been able to bring in the sales that you needed, then that will devastate your business financially. And I don't think you're going to recover. You, you might need a significant investor, which you're not going to really get hold of. You might have to go to the bank. Um, you know, that side of things can be fairly, fairly devastating. What I'm talking about is micro failures. And that could be where you maybe said the wrong thing out, you know, at a, at a client meeting. It may be where you sent the wrong document to a client and, and, and you sort of think, well, I should never hit that button. I'll, I'll know that for next time. And I think that's why it's so good because, you know, the more I go, you know, the, the further I walk down this business track, the more I realize how much I don't know. And I, it, it, what it does is it humbles me because you just know that, you know, as, look, and I'm telling you, the, the, the business grows, like there's no question there, but I think there's a maturity that develops as you walk forward and you start to understand how much do you don't know. All of a sudden, I think we're talking about, uh, you know, your, your level of maturity grows and I think that's great for you and your business. It doesn't necessarily mean that it gets easier, but certainly your ability to embrace challenge and to control your emotions and to really act objectively um, certainly does increase. So, look, I, I wish every you know every person I talk to in the building game um, and any business owner really you know you know the best of luck and and you know all the success that they can put there put put together because you know operating business is super challenging. Um, but it is super rewarding if you can get it right. I just think we've got to be absolute assassins. We've got to be ninjas, um, but we've got to be good human beings as well. And I, I just, I think we can do both. I, I don't think you need to be an arsehole or a prick, um, to be successful. I think you can be a good human being and you can be a, a you know, a business assassin at the same time. So, um, look on that note, like I said, uh, be sure to check out, uh, the YouTube channel, like and subscribe, all that sort of good stuff. And uh, hit me up with any questions at uh, max at businessforbuilders.ca. And uh, we would love it if you give us a bit of a pat on the back and maybe a five-star review. That'd be awesome. And uh, one day, maybe we'll catch up for a beer. Go build a kick-ass business. I'll see you on the next episode. Cheers. Cheers.